Hello again, this is Noah and John, and we are from Urban Digs, and we are talking Manhattan. And we're here again, we're going into the second week of uh, yeah. this Corona uh, no showings order situation, Johnny. Yep. Um, the market pause, as it's called. Or pause. It feels like this has been a lot longer than a couple of weeks for some reason, or, or, or one week, actually. Well, I, I think it's officially now the second week, but it feels like it was, we were making our way toward a full-on pause for a lot longer than, you know, two weeks ago. Yeah, that's true. That's why it feels like this has been a while. Um, but anyway, I want to just point out to people really quick, I'm on my Urban Dig system here, um, and I have this market pulse, which is usually our barometer of the market, and it's rising. And usually we tell people that when that market pulse rises, that the market's getting stronger and leverage is going towards sellers. Mm -hmm. um, so I just want to point out one thing before we start with our guests. We've got great guests today. But one thing I want you people to know is that the reason this is rising is because the pace of supply is actually declining at a faster pace than the pace of demand. So we got more listings coming off the market and a combination of less, this, less listings coming on the market. Overall supply is going down. And at the same time, pending sales is starting to deflate, but not at the same pace. So because we have supply declining faster than pending sales, this market pulse is actually showing a relative strength. Right. So it's important for people to understand why this is going on. Um, this is one of those dislocated markets. And uh, we're going to talk about that here. So. So Johnny, yeah. what do you think from here? Well, yeah, you mentioned earlier, we have some fantastic guests. Uh, let's jump right into it. We have Jackie Toplitsky and Brock Dunier of Elliman. I, I really don't think they need an introduction because if you've seen a for sale, sale, for sale sign around in the last, I don't know how long, it, chances are it's got their name on it. So welcome to the show. Thank you for, thank you for taking the time and for um, braving the airways to get on here. Yeah. Thank you Thank for, you having, for us. having us. <laughs> Jackie, tell us a little bit about yourself and Brock, do the same. And then, and then uh, you know, Jackie, right back to you. What's going on? Okay. So I have been, you know, in the real estate business for above 20 years. I'm not going to uh, even say how many. Um, and, um, you know, I have seen a lot of cycles, a lot of up cycles, a lot of down cycles. Uh, so this is not, you know, the, the, the first uh, cycle, I mean, problematic cycle, I'm going to put it, that the, I have seen. Um, so you need, you, you know, you basically have to know how to, you know, uh, adapt yourself to the new reality. I'm the leader of the Jackie Teplitsky team. We have our team here in New York and also in Miami. So we have a pulse on both markets. And, um, you know, and together with Barack, uh, that we partnered up like um, a year ago, it was actually our anniversary. Um, you know, w between both of us, we can definitely, um, you know, um, stay ahead of the market. Right, Barack, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, Barack Dunayer, uh, I've been in the business for about uh, 20 years, started it uh, in 1999, started on my own, then uh, I had a company, Barack Realty, with 45 agents and two offices, uh, uh, sold it to Halstead, we'll be Halstead for eight years, and a year ago, and in fact, as Jackie said, our anniversary was on March uh, 13th, so just uh, over a year ago, I partnered up with uh, Jackie, and came to Douglas Elliman 
And uh, together, you know, we had our first year uh, just ended and then we started with the coronavirus uh, a few weeks ago. And we are uh, talking and racking our brains every day to figure out how we go from here and what we're right, doing. Well, well first of all, happy anniversary. It, it's Thank great you. you guys have been together for a year now uh, on the you. team. So let me, can I just jump right into it? Can I ask of you, are there, are, there, are there deals happening right now? Uh, yes. And, and can I get a <laughs> sense of where they are? Are these deals that were sort of in the pipeline going into this or are these fresh deals uh, in this environment? So well, I'll, start, I'll start with the, the fresh deal. So we are doing deals. We are doing fresh deals. Um, I know that, uh, you know, I'm dealing with a sales deal and Barack, I know that he's dealing with a, actually a very large uh, rental deal. So we can definitely, you know, tell you that, um, I mean, the, the, the good news is that, you know, the sales deal uh, was, a, was a deal that the, the, the buyer managed to, to go and see physically the apartment, you know, just before the shutdown, correct? Okay. Um, and then, but the negotiation started thereafter. Mm -hmm. So all the negotiation and everything, and we now have a fully executed contract as of last Thursday. So this is like in the midst of the stay at home, you know, right. situation that we are uh, living in. Wow. Hey, any, Jackie, any, without giving details, is there any kind of color you can give us in terms of like what kind of deal this guy got, this buyer? I mean, relative to what it was like before this situation hit? Yeah, so look, definitely the buyers have more leverage right now and you have to be much more creative uh, in order to, to also make the buyer feel that what they are doing, uh, they are doing correct. I, you know, I wouldn't expect from any buyer right now to come and say, oh, I'm paying full ask and, uh, you know, I'm going to pay, pay the flip tax and yeah. uh, all of the above. So you basically have to think about right now, if you want to make a deal in this market is what are the things that are more painful for the buyer, correct? And to make a list, like if you, if there is a flip tax in the building, if there is the mansion tax, if there is a extended um, uh, closing date, if there is any expenses that have to come out straight from their um, pocket that cannot be financed. Correct. So all of those uh, are, are the most, you know, tangible things that you can deal with. So that's exactly what we did. We made a list of all the tangible things and we quantify them. Correct. We, we put numbers at attached to that. And then we said, OK, what are we going to ask for? This is besides the negotiation on the price. Mm -hmm. So the negotiation on the price is one thing. And then the question is, what else are you going to ask in addition to the negotiation of the price? Right. And, and what did the seller have any, uh, I mean, were they, were they battling it or were they amenable? No, I mean, at the beginning they were battling it as days went by and it was very clear to everybody that uh, this situation was going to get prolonged. Um, you know, I even told the buyers, I said, let's, let's pause a little bit the negotiation, correct? Let's go slower. Let's see what happens day by day, mm -hmm. and then we'll decide when to go back to the to the sellers and and ask for this because there is a lot of psychological effect. Correct? Nobody knew if this was going to go for two weeks, um, and or if it was going to, to be prolonged more. Yeah, well, that that's it's actually really interesting. I'm curious. Did 
how did you come up with this plan? Is this something that you do on a normal basis? You kind of run through all these things for your buyers or is this sort of like, you know, you and Brock got together and said, all right, let's, we got to get this deal going. What are the, what are the things the buyer is going to worry about immediately? So I, I had the flashback and I, I uh, discussed it with Barack. My, my initial flashback when everything, all of this started was September 11. Okay. Okay. And I remembered clearly that most of the brokers between September 11 to December um, of uh, 2001 did not do anything. Like everybody froze mm -hmm. and, and it was like, okay, we're going to wait it out and see what happens. And I, at that time I was at Corcoran and Barbara Corcoran remembers, I think my, my uh, uh, words till this day, I said, no, that's wrong. We can make a difference in this market and we have to do something about it. So, uh, you know, Barack and I put our brains together and said, okay, if that's our strategy, okay, how can we help making deals happen? Right. And that's what you got to do, right? You got to think outside the, the box here. Um, Brock, what's going on with your sellers? What do you guys, how many listings you guys got? I think 12 listings now for sellers and another uh, five or six for uh, uh, renters. Um, it's really case by case basis. Uh, there's, we even got one new exclusive that was signed yesterday. Yes. Okay? Which is not, they're looking to put it on the market uh, right now. Uh, I would say uh, most of our sellers just take, take a wait and see um, uh, attitude. I mean, we, we all know while we are, we're still doing deals, like the rental, the big rental deal I'm negotiating right now, that they've never seen the, the property, but they know the building well, right? They've, they've been in the building many times and, and probably after, if we're able to meet terms, they're going to, I'm going to give him like a Zoom uh, uh, showing or something like that. Um, but at, uh, in general, some of the sellers are wait and see. Uh, some of them, if they're looking to list today, we're looking for ways to make it uh, happen uh, 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 for them. Um, some of them are a little bit more uh, uh, negotiable, right? Uh, uh, making more concessions on, on, uh, on those deals. And it's really a case by case basis. Yeah, well, that's, I'm curious to your reaction uh, on Rebney's, Rebney's order of basically stopping days on market to basically allow properties to stay on the market and not get mm -hmm. counted. And I'm curious, has that changed any of the mindset of your sellers to say, you know what, I'm not going to rush into hitting a low bid. I'm going to basically stay on and let this pent up demand, you know, hopefully come to me. I think, I don't, I, I don't think that it changed that, that part. I think that what, what actually helped, and first of all, it's a very welcome, a, you know, strategy. So we are very thankful for that, uh, that Streetizi also is doing it. Uh, because the, the, the thing is, and, and Noah alluded uh, to that at the beginning of the, uh, of the, you know, the opening of, the, of this broadcast, you said, it looks like supply is off, but supply is off because a lot of the brokers are telling their clients to take the apartments off the market, yep. not because the apartments are really off the market. So what we are telling our clients, we are not telling our clients to take the apartments of the market. Because of this change, mm -hmm. we're telling them now, you know, there is no, the enemy is not time. Right. Correct? Right. So there is no counting. So therefore, you are not being hurt by it. Now, it's our job as brokers to find ways 
to still market your apartment. Mm -hmm. And uh, Barack can tell you what we just, we just had the team meeting uh, where we're trying to, you know, change even the way that our listings, ref uh, you know, um, appear on the market. So Barack, if you want I, I would to have loved to been a fly on the wall in that meeting. I would love to hear that. <laughs> okay. So, uh, look, I mean, you asked about, I want to chime in about the question about the sellers. How are they yeah. uh, reacting to the, the, the name of the days on the market that's not really listed anymore? Um, that's helping, of course. And, and like Jackie said, time is not the enemy uh, uh, anymore. At the same time, the, again, it's a lot of it is case by case basis because the, the, we find that the sellers who have a little bit more pressing needs, right, are more motivated, they have other obligations, buying something, mm -hmm. and things like that. They're a little bit more. Uh, uh, they're, they're more willing to make concessions than some others who are more discretionary uh, uh, nature. Okay, so that's um, that's that. About the um, what we're doing. Listen, we, we are we're thinking about it every day, and we said that the the we, that the life doesn't stop. Right, people still need the home, mm -hmm. and while we are uh, conscious very much that you know it's it's much less likely for somebody to uh, buy a home today without physically seeing it. We're trying to do as much as we can to keep them engaged yep. uh, and, um, and at least get ourselves ready to the pent up demand that's gonna happen as soon as those res restrictions are lifted. Right, can we, so can we, can we, we talk are increasing, about yep. I'm sorry? No, go ahead, please finish your thought. Yeah, so we are increasing our video marketing mm -hmm. uh, you know, as much as we can. Um, in fact, we're looking uh, to put our videos first on our, uh, on our you know, as, as what we call the money shot and the listings, the main image, instead of it being the, the living room uh, uh, photo, uh, we want that, uh, the video to, to be uh, there. Okay. Um, we are shooting, uh, we've been shooting uh, all of our listings uh, professionally um, up till uh, now. Uh, but then uh, about a week ago, we just, there's some listings that we just couldn't get them uh, shot on time. Uh, buildings uh, restricted access, the photographers were, were, were not available, things like that. So we started shoot, shooting our own uh, uh, videos for the listings and uh, our marketing director has been editing them and oh my goodness, I mean, the results were pretty incredible, much more, much exceeded our expectations. So. Um, so we're doing it, whatever we could not uh, manage to shoot mm -hmm. uh, uh, professionally, we're shooting ourselves and we're re reaching a pretty nice uh, high professional uh, 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 level. And I want um, to add, yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Go no, ahead. I just wanted to add that, look, because everybody now is switching to videos, so we always try to be ahead of the curve. So our videos are not the normal videos. Okay, so we are using a lot of humor. We are, we are using a lot of, uh, not this is the bedroom, this is the living room, you know, and all of that. So we're trying to do it in a humorous way as, as if we were showing the apartment. Right. So, so basically to create the experience that yeah. you are there with us, you know, showing the apartment. So not like just to put nice music and to show, you know, a, a couple of pictures. Well, that's, that's uh, we, when we did a last, our, our last podcast, I think with Brian Surham, when he was talking about um, getting into social media, like as an introduction to people. And I, and I think some other people have mentioned this too, is that you have to be able to be vulnerable. It can't be like completely professional the whole time. There has to be sort of exactly. a little bit of a, 
flexibility there. And by doing it this way, it seems like you're bringing some of that vulnerability of a person-to-person -person showing onto the web, which I think is a great idea. It sort of, it sort of casualizes the situation a little bit since people are sitting around in their pajamas anyway, uh, surfing these things. And that kind of brings me to my next question, which is, how is the pent-up demand? Are you seeing the stats across Elman's website, across your street easy listings about what people are searching for, what sort of price points are hot, anything like anything of that nature? I think well, that it's too soon <laughs> to, to, you know, to gauge. You know, we are we are yeah. entering week three. Remember, so we, mm -hmm. like, you know, in the in the quarantine. Um, so I think that. We are still getting, you know, um, uh, you know, in inquiries about um, about the the, um, the listings, but we're seeing it all over the place. We're not seeing like one price range or one, yeah. you know, uh, whether it's condos or cops. Uh, yeah. It's more wide, but everything is obviously down as far as yeah. the number yeah. of inquiries per per listing. Yeah, because I, I have this theory that there's going to be a baby boom next spring. So I, yes. I, I'm, 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 I have a feeling that everyone out there who's in a studio or one bed is like suddenly like, man, what do the two beds look like? Because A, we're all driving each other crazy and B, we're going to need more space. So I'm curious yep. to see if that's actually the case. Hey, I got a question. Um, what's going on with your listing agreements? Are, are you getting an extra extension because basically the next one to two months might be kind of shut down? Yes, we are. Um, when everything that's getting expired, obviously the time on the uh, the time on Street Easy is now not uh, taking, but the time on our listing agreements is. Right. And uh, when some something gets expired, we uh, ask for an extension, um, and we 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 wait until we're able to uh, continue to show it. But mm -hmm. again, the listings do not fall off our website unless the seller specific for some specific specifically for some reason wants to take it off. Right. We continue to market them. We continue to show them. All you need is one, and we need to keep people engaged uh, until they'll be ready to, uh, to buy. So we definitely do that. Right. Mm -hmm. and let me ask you something else. Um, would you say that you're sellers? I'm just curious to get a sense of how many of them are, are forced to sell or in a position that they have to sell. Um, if you were to estimate, how many of your sellers would like accept the lowball bid in this environment versus how many are just biding their time and waiting until we get through this and get past, uh, get back to where we were before? Um, is there any percentage of your sellers that you think would entertain a 10, 15, 20% bid below? Not no. right now. I don't think anybody of our sellers will entertain that right now. No. This is I mean, I'm and hearing. also, but I, I, we also want to preface something. Mm -hmm. You know, Barack and I are very, you know, we are very tough with our sellers on the pricing to begin with. Right. Okay, so when we price anything, we go through so many uh, sets of data that you know we price them to sell. Now, it's true that we were pricing everything that we priced was priced to sell prior to the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. I think that right now there is not enough data even to advise anybody about yeah. pricing, correct? So. So I think that right now it's about, you know, how can we still, you know, push the listings? How can we still uh, create a dialogue? And, you know, and, and another tool besides the videos that we're doing is we have a, a very good newsletter that we send. So usually we used to send it once a month. Now we're trying to do it um, once a week, correct? So, yeah. but once a week with relevant information. So if there is data 
of, yeah. you know, and that's going to take a couple of months till you have the new data of, of this new market, let's say. Yeah. I think it's going to take more than a couple of months. It can take even six months until we get right. the new comps. Yeah. Right. yeah we're so not get the unless somebody is really yeah. panicking right now and, and wants to, needs to offload something and take it and an opportunistic buyer will take advantage. Yeah. Then there's really no, you don't know what the market is uh, today. But none of so, our sellers uh, right now is, is, is panicking and ready to take such movements. Yeah, and I remember the last podcast we did with you guys, you went into your pricing detail, and I remember it was just layer after layer after layer yeah. of data to get those prices. So I can imagine now it's, uh, it's, it's always tricky to arrive at the, at the market's price, even with data. So here we are without data. It must be a, yeah. a whole new ballgame. And, and I'm curious, if you get a seller coming to you today out of the blue with – Comps or no comps, I mean, how do you, what, what's your advice to them? Is your advice to like, wait until this is over, put it on the market, or does it entirely depend on the property and their situation? I think it depends on the property and the situation. Again, we said we had one listing uh, uh, right now. We have, just like we have people who are waiting right now to list until we can at least show the places. Yep. We have one listing uh, right now that wants to list today for reasons that uh, the sellers have uh, mm -hmm. that they want to rush it. So um, it's, um, it's case by case basis. But okay. we are not advising those people not to put their apartments on the market. Uh, first of all, you know, we live right now in a complete unpredictable uh, uh, world mm -hmm. and, and situation. So we don't know you know, I'm not, maybe it's going to be like a wishful, you know, uh, thinking from my end, but who says that in another week or two, um, you know, the a, a Cuomo is not going to come up and say, hey, the curve is starting to go down, so I'm going to start easing some uh, restrictions. I don't know. Nobody knows, correct? Yeah. So um, so what I'm, I'm saying to our sellers is because we don't know, we should continue you know, unless you're telling me, oh, I don't care if it goes on the market, you know, in the summer or, uh, or in, the, in the fall. But mm -hmm. if right now you feel that strongly that you want to put your apartment on the market, let's put your apartment on the market. And then, and then again, it's upon us more to try and see how are we going to, um, you know, uh, uh, basically sell your apartment. We have our own database. We have our own database of brokers that sell in a specific neighborhood, sell in a specific building. We can make phone calls. You know, we can do all of the above to try and sell the apartment. Mm -hmm. And we'll right. see I, where it leads us. And I agree. And I think, so, you know what, Jackie and, and Brock, I think sellers know this. I think sellers understand what's going on. I mean, how could they not? Mm -hmm. How could they not understand what's going on? I mean, everyone's isolated in their homes. They know they're not going to have open houses. They know that no one's going to be able to showings. They, they got to know that buyers are going to be opportunistic in nature and probably bidding low. Um, so I, I totally agree with you. Put your listing on the market, see what's going on. And I think the, you know, one of the best conversations an agent can have is just be completely upfront with that seller and make sure they acknowledge what the situation is. You know, you were, we're listing your department in a time when we're doing virtual showings and, and we don't really know where deals are happening yet. So for the next couple of months or wherever this is, um, hopefully it's sooner rather than later, um, you know, your expectations should be managed accordingly. Right. I also think that there is a lag of time between um, what is happening, you know, right now and what will happen in another two or three weeks. Look, we're all humans, correct? So the first two weeks, we were all in shock. 
this is happening to us. We had to get reorganized. It took everybody time to reorganize their new schedule, the new routine, uh, their kids, their workout, everything, correct? Now we are just into, you know, going into week three. So as the weeks go by, maybe even the buyers uh, are going to adjust their thinking and are going to say, you know what, we have now to be creative because we will need an apartment to buy. Let's see what can we do in order to see virtually or via Zoom or whatever, you know, right. that apartment. I think that there's going to be an evolution yep. as time goes by because everybody will have to re get readjusted to a new um, reality. Yeah, and I think, that's a, I think that's a great point. I mean, John, do you have another questions here? I was gonna um, just, just basically point just, in there that we have 72 contracts signed in the last week. We have 67 uh -huh. listings in the last week. 67 listings, 72 contract signs. So we're, we're, we're in that thinly traded market like they're, like they're saying. Right. No, and I, I think the the final, you know, we're getting short on time here, so I just want to kind of start to wrap this up a little bit. But, you know, I think the the one piece of advice that not a lot of people are talking about right now, because mainly people are focused on what are the buyers doing, what are the sellers doing. But I'm curious, what about past clients? What are you telling past clients, people that bought in the last five to ten years, maybe last year, who are probably sitting at home thinking, oh my gosh, is my house now worth half? Like, how do you? What kind of information oh. are you talking to these guys about? We, we, we listen first of all we reach out to our clients a lot more right now yeah. as uh, we mentioned we uh, we're doing our face to face you know, not face to face but we call much more there's more time to do that we increase the frequency of our newsletter we just communicate 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 um the other thing is um i don't know if i haven't talked talked to anybody uh, the last few weeks that says that their apartment is not worth half yeah. it was before yeah okay uh, I think that's, uh, again, uh, uh, real estate doesn't move nearly as fast as the stock market. Stock market, it's within one day, you can see what things are worth. Real estate takes comps with at least a six months uh, uh, until the new contracts are going to start to uh, come in and close and we know what the pricing are. So uh, we think uh, a lot of people are just, while well, they take a wait and see uh, period and they're cautiously uh, uh, waiting. People also uh, tend to be optimistic that the other side of this, whether it takes a few weeks, a few months, there'll be people still need a home, people get married and divorced and get born and die, and all those things uh, in the world will continue, and um, real estate will continue also. Yeah, and I agree on that. And listen, on that note, um, we're going to end here. Guys, thank you so much for your time. Thank um, you. Zach and Barack, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. This is a week-by-week -week situation. It's fluid, and we're going to keep reporting on it. So stay safe, guys. Thanks for sharing your thoughts. Stay healthy. No stay healthy. Stay healthy. Yeah. Stay yeah. safe. Thank you for the first responders. And this is Noah and John with Urban Diggs. We'll talk in Manhattan, and we're going to catch you next time.